0: Hello and welcome back to Mindset Matters. My name is Victoria and if you're new, this podcast is all about looking at life through a lens of resilience, presence, and gratitude, how you can show up as your best self, start living a more positive life, etc, etc. And today, we are diving into self-doubt, that little stinker of a voice in your head telling you. Hmm. Who the hell do you think you are? Hmm? Who are you to be doing that? You think you can do that? Mm, You're going to fail. Yep, that's the voice. Okay, so this voice definitely stems from our ego, which I don't know if everyone knows, but our ego essentially wants to protect us and it's afraid of failure. And so it will constantly tell us things that it thinks is protecting us. But essentially, uh, we need to break free of this because otherwise we're going to be paralyzed in self-doubt and never able to do anything. So this is an interesting time of year. And I had this idea at like 3 a.m. the other night. I'm sleeping over at my grandma's house and we're doing like an early Christmas kind of function. And I just have trouble sleeping in other places. So I couldn't sleep. And I was kind of thinking about the conversations I had had with some of my family members and I just started thinking about how this is an interesting time of year because we're seeing family and oftentimes it's extended family, we're catching up, and we're going to get the inevitable questions. Uh, How are you doing? Oh, how's your job? You know, are you liking XYZ? And this can feel really overwhelming okay especially if the answer is actually I'm not doing that great or actually I don't really like my job or I'm wanting to make a change and it might not be something you want to discuss with your entire extended family okay I think you need to be really mindful of who you save these types of conversations for right we don't want to just blurt out all these things because that can be faced with a lot of judgment and It can be hard because it's like to what extent do I just shut up, keep this to myself or like save it for the, I guess I would say like the VIPs in your family, like the people who will support you etc. But to what extent do you be honest and like express how you feel because there's almost this level of if I don't tell my family that I'm actually not liking my job or whatever, like am I lying to myself? Am I, is it bad to put on a smile and say yeah things are going well so like blah 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 but You know, to an extent, I feel like that can be harmless, but then there's the other side of, wait, am I lying to myself and should I be honest? So that's kind of where this theme of this episode uh, stemmed from because I had some interesting conversations with my family and I actually have a couple cousins whose wives are both entrepreneurs and they have their own business. So for me, it was a great opportunity to chat with them and ask them questions and know it would come from a place of like non-judgment, you know, however... I still felt a little paralyzed in my own self-doubt when I was trying to express what I was thinking or my ideas. And I think that's an interesting thing. It's like, wow, I'm even talking to people I know will be supportive, but it's still scary to kind of put your ideas out there fully. And that little self-doubt voice can creep up on just anyone, right? So that's what I want to get into. I want to talk about like my advice for dealing with this little voice inside your head Um, and yeah how we can just deal with it and move on (laughs) I don't know my I kind of lost my train of thought there but yeah how we can deal with this voice and not listen to it but also flip the script a little bit okay and I've done other episodes that definitely relate to this topic I did a whole episode on fear which was really the premise of like well we're all gonna die anyways so why not go for things and do what makes you happy Um, but this is really okay how do we deal with our little doubtful voice inside our little heads because no matter what stage of life you're in and I think no matter how successful you get you can be faced with this type of voice I think I made a tiktok once talking about this and someone commented to say well you know super successful people like don't have that doubtful voice And I kind of gave pushback. I was like, you know what? I don't actually agree with that because I think no matter what stage of success you're in, high-level athletes, like you can go through periods, you know, actors, actresses, people who are highly successful, business moguls, like at some point, you can be faced with this little voice inside your head. I think it's more knowing how to deal with it. And I think the people who are most successful are probably really good at shutting that voice down and continuing forward. So Without further ado, let's get into my advice on dealing with the little who the hell do you think you are voice inside your head because I know it's in there and we want to shut it the heck up, okay? So tip number one, my first idea for how to shut down this voice is to flip the script. So as soon as you start questioning either your worth, your path, if you can be successful. As soon as you question something and you have that doubtful voice inside your head, I think it's important to kind of flip the script and build the habit of, first of all, catching yourself and noticing when you're doing this, right? Self-awareness is everything. If you don't realize you're doing this, you're not going to be able to switch that pattern. So recognize as soon as you're like questioning or you're saying something about self-doubt or you have a thought in your head, catch yourself okay cut it off and then flip it so if the little doubtful thought is like oh you know I don't know how I'm going to make this happen stop catch yourself right that's a doubtful thought and how can we flip that I don't know how I'm going to make this happen you could say the universe is helping me to make this happen done move on okay so you're shutting down the negative thought pattern and then you're flipping it, okay? Another one is, oh, like, I don't know if he likes me. I haven't heard from him in a while. Stop. Flip it. I'm not going to make assumptions that this person's not interested. Maybe they're busy right now, but I'm just going to let it be. And hopefully I hear from them soon. And if not, I'll be fine, right? It's like we're, we allow ourselves to make assumptions and be filled with doubt About anything. Um, So that's the first thing. Catch yourself, flip the script to something positive. Even if you don't know if that's true, it's better to think positively because that's what's going to end up manifesting if that's where your head is at. Okay. Um, Number two. (laughs) Going back to what I said in the intro, okay, about it's, you know, we're around a lot of people around this time of year, we're getting these questions. Be careful who you share information with, okay? Seeing extended family, being around a lot of people around the holidays, like it can add this pressure. And if you don't feel fully comfortable talking to someone about something, especially like thinking about like our plans, right? Or we want to start our own business or we want to try something new or we're going to travel a lot. Like depending on your family and you know, by now you know your family, right? And there are going to be people who are going to meet you with a lot of judgment depending on the situation. And I think that can be true for a lot of people. And so be be mindful of who you share things with. And it's okay not to share things with people. I always say like you don't owe everyone an explanation. It can be maybe easier said than done, but it's okay to have a boundary and Just know that you don't want to talk to everyone about everything. So for example, like, again, with my cousin's wives, I was able to, like, talk to them and ask them questions knowing that they would be supportive. But it wasn't like I was openly going around to everyone in my family saying, yeah, this is what I want to do. And maybe you have the type of family where you feel comfortable doing that and everyone's going to be, like, gassing you up and supporting you. And I think that's great. But I think again, just be mindful of who you share information with because the more people that know about what you're doing, the more possibility there is, the more room for judgment, I guess. So it's okay to take the pressure off yourself and decide in advance, okay, these are my boundaries, this is what I'm going to talk about with certain people and you know, this project I'm working on or this idea I have, I'm going to keep it to myself for now. And that's totally okay. Um, Number three, let's move on. Dealing with self-doubt. This is not really related to seeing other people, but for yourself, this is super cliche. (laughs) And I'm sure you've all heard this, but ask yourself, okay, what would you do if you could not fail? So sit with yourself. Give yourself space to think about, okay, if I could not fail at XYZ, what would XYZ be? And like imagine and visualize like how great that would be. And I feel like this is good for recentering you to kind of focus on the actual goal itself and how passionate you are about it and how you'd feel when you've achieved it versus micromanaging the path to how we're going to make it happen or the fact that it's so far off or feels impossible. Because I... Don't believe that the path of how you get there is the thing you can always control. But if you have a really strong goal in mind and it's constantly in your mind and you're thinking about it and you're manifesting it and you're excited about it, I really do believe that it will happen for you. But you just don't always know how or when or where, etc. So if you can recenter your Thought pattern onto the goal itself, and just allow things to kind of fall into place. Okay, that's like the sweet spot for me. And I've read a lot of books that kind of mention this: of we don't always know how we're gonna get somewhere, but the more strong you are in your knowing and your intention about your goal, the more likely that that is going to manifest in some way, shape, or form. Again, we don't always know how. So, as cliche as it is, what would you do if you couldn't fail? And really visualize what that looks like and then you can start taking positive action without fully worrying about how you're going to make it happen. Okay, number four I guess, or like another thing I would ask myself is if I fail at this, okay, so now that you know what the goal is, but if you fail at this, would it seriously be the end of the world? And really think about that because I think if you fail at something and it's still your goal, you can always try again. Maybe you need to look at it from a different angle, right? Maybe you fail at something and you realize maybe this isn't for me and I need a new goal. I think that's okay, right? Like there's so much growth in the journey of trial and error and it's okay to try something to fail to try again to fail like anyone who's been super successful are you kidding it's like get knocked down seven times stand up eight like everyone gets knocked down everyone goes through failure and I think everyone deals with self-doubt so if you're doubting yourself and your abilities or you're doubting whether you should even try I think we get a lot of peril like we paralyze ourselves in the doubt before we even go for something But really think, okay, if you failed, would it be the end of the world? Because I really think that oftentimes the answer is no. It's not going to be the complete end of the world. You're going to be okay. And again, I think there's so much growth in that and you learn so much about yourself. And again, why would we want everything to be easy in life? Like, It's the fact that we have to push through challenging things that makes life worth living and makes success worth having. Think about all the times you've been resilient and you've gotten back up and you've tried again and then you worked it better and you're like, wait, this makes sense now. You grow and you learn from that. So I think there's so much growth in failure too. So if you're doubting yourself, cut that little voice off. Say you, you're done. Get out of here. I'm going to try and if I fail, I will still be okay. That's all I have to say about that one. Okay, my next tip for getting rid of our ego, doubtful voice is presence. Okay, I love presence. Presence is my answer to everything, but let's think about it. So when we are doubting, right, what are you thinking about? Either maybe you're dwelling on something in the past and your voice is saying, well, last time this happened and you failed, so that's going to happen again, okay? So that's you being stuck in something that's already happened. Or your ego doubtful voice is like, there's no way you're going to be able to do that. You don't have enough money to make that happen or whatever it is. They don't like you they're gonna leave you in a few months and then you're gonna be so sad blah blah blah, whatever it looks like that is you then being stuck in the future okay so presence is like bringing it back we're reeling it back in and think about where you are like right now so shut that voice off and think about right now in this exact moment is there anything truly wrong And often when we're thinking about, you know, our goals or our ambitions or things we want to do, in the exact moment, if we can just like come back to it, usually no, there's nothing wrong. So the more you can come back to that moment, I think the less active that doubtful voice will be, especially when you build the habit of waking up and coming back to presence. The more you can do that throughout the day, the less strong your doubtful ego voice is going to be and again that's a habit that's going to build and compound and before you know it you're not going to be doubting yourself all the time right and I say everything is a practice because it's easy for me to be like oh yeah just be present but I doubt myself too and I go through these things and I practice coming out of it and I'm building more and more my self-awareness of what are my patterns when am I doubtful Who do I want to share information with? Like I'm always kind of analyzing what feels good and not good in my life and who do I want to share things with versus who do I just want to have as like a fun friend in my life who doesn't need to talk about deeper issues. I don't know. Like you can have different types of relationships in your life and the relationship you build with yourself and the amount of presence you're able to build – and just like coming back to the moment and really thinking, okay, is there anything actually wrong in this moment? No. Okay, now we're in a level playing field and we can take positive action. When you're in a state of like worry and doubt and fear, you have negative thought patterns going on. It's going to be harder for you to take positive solution-oriented action. So again, take failure as a learning experience and keep going. It's okay. So be present. Presence is my favorite discovery I've ever made. (laughs) As if I invented it. No, but learning about presence and really understanding how to come back to the present moment. It's all we have, really. So anyways, okay, moving on. Number six. You got to have some grace. I think we all need to be a little bit more compassionate to ourselves and a little kinder because when you're matched with self-doubt I think it can also be like a nitpicky voice that's like tearing you down like well you're not smart enough to do this or you're not fit enough or you won't stay in the gym you won't do this they're gonna leave you you're never gonna find a Happy relationship, like all these doubtful voices again, whatever the situation, it doesn't have to be a career goal, it could be a personal life thing, it could be with friends, it could be any sort of doubt that you face in your life. Um, Kind of comes along with this self judgment. And the more negatively you talk to yourself, you're going to start to really believe those things, and your self image is just going to really. Be on the decline. And so be kind to yourself. If you have a negative thought that comes up, don't voice it out loud. I never anymore, definitely used to, but I never say bad things about myself. You will not catch me in the mirror saying, oh, I wish this or I wish that or, mm, whatever. Like I don't speak badly about myself because why, I don't know, why would that help me? Even if I think a thought, right? You guys know I've been dealing with my knee injury and I haven't worked out in months. So I could easily be in the mirror like, oh, you've lost so much muscle. You're so weak, blah, blah, blah. Like nope guess what? I'm building myself up. I'm like, you are going to get back into the gym soon and you're going to get pumped up and it's going to be so great. That's what I tell myself. I'm like looking forward to when I can get back into the gym, but I'm not sitting here ragging on myself for not being able to work out, you know, or I have scars on my knee. Oh, these scars are so ugly. No, I like them. I like myself. Okay. So, being kinder to yourself if you think a thought of self doubt again flip the script try to turn it into something positive we can always say good things about ourselves and if you're in a place where you find it really hard to give yourself grace or you're really self you know judgmental and you really find it hard to to like have good things to say about yourself i think you really need to do more discovery of like okay why like what is going on here you know why am I not able to say good things about myself because I think we should all there has to be something you like about yourself and if there's not then there could be a deeper rooted issue there I think if you are finding yourself really really down and not able to be positive towards yourself Uh, going to therapy might be a really good option I think therapy can help you learn so much about yourself and uncover things that you didn't even know about yourself so try to be kinder to yourself but if that's something you really struggle with consider going to therapy and you know discovering uncovering why that is but I think in general like we all should just be a little kinder to ourselves. like at the end of the day we're all navigating life for the first time you know And it's kind of crazy because you think, think about anything that you got really good at. How much time did you spend practicing that thing? For me, it was soccer. I would practice three times a week, go to a game. I got really good. Soccer was like my biggest, soccer was my first love. But like that, you think about how much time you spent practicing something that you're really good at. And to some level, we're all navigating life. Like this is the first time you've ever been this age. This might be the first time you've ever dealt with this type of situation. So without having practiced it before, you're really navigating something for the first time. And I think that is really awesome. And you should be proud of yourself for that. And even proud of yourself for being able to say, look, I want to make a change, whatever that looks like. So try not to doubt yourself. Try not to let your sneaky little voice tell you you can't do something because it's not true. You can do literally whatever you want. You can do anything you want. You can be successful at it. But you just need to cut off the self-doubt and keep going. Okay, so I guess that's kind of all I have for today. But I guess overall, you know, as you're going through this holiday season and you're going to be catching up with your family, just a reminder that you don't need to share everything with everyone. Share things with the people who are gonna pump you up and support you. And you know, you can keep things to yourself. But I definitely encourage you to seek out the people who are going to encourage you and be supportive, cheer you on. But you know what? Like if you need to have like a backup conversation handy, that could be something you plan in advance. You know, oh, if if I'm asked about my job, what am I gonna say? Because I don't want to be there telling my entire family, yeah, I really don't like my job or whatever that looks like. Okay, so maybe you plan a little backup conversation. That's okay. You don't have to owe everyone an explanation. I'm not saying you should fully lie, but maybe you just have one thing that you want to share and then you change the subject or then you ask someone else a question. So it's okay to not want to tell everyone everything and you don't owe everyone an explanation So that's okay Um, and you know I know it can be challenging and dealing with self-doubt I think is ongoing but hopefully some of these tips were helpful to you of how you can start to kind of catch yourself talking negatively and catch that little self-doubter mind or self-doubter voice in your head because I think self-awareness once you can catch it you can stop it and then you can rewire it. Okay, so anyways, I guess it's time for me to shut up, take my own advice, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Oh, and happy, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.